0: are we ready are we
1: are we yeah. recording yeah we're we're live and what's the intro i mean i can cut that out but
0: you want to do the intro
1: um greetings welcome to conscious computers with your host dean Marin and <laughs> aubrey will <laughs> aubrey will that's my name <laughs> our guest today is mr rob dodson
0: do, 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 do. Oh, dude! He a soundboard,
1: and we—he's coming down from the most hardcore drug known to man—a Prince concert. <laughs> oh yeah, you
2: guys yeah. watched that? The, you yeah, you watched that, Rob? It yeah, it was great. Let's go back and watch um, the last twenty minutes of Purple Rain. The, the last twenty minutes of the show, which is Purple Rain, it's it's uh, unbelievable. I think the people who were there <laughs> that night, their their life was never the same.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And the last, seriously, the last, uh, the last song, uh, "Purple Rain," with like a ten-minute guitar solo, is uh, is was, was unbelievable. My life won't be the same.
0: Really, you know what's really interesting? Um, Prince is one of those guitar players that, when people say, "Oh, this is the best guitar player in the world," and they interview that person, that person's like, "No, it's not me. It's Prince."
2: That's right. That's Which right.
1: is very interesting. Really.
0: Yeah, that's, he's that's a, name, a lot of like, like, um, somebody said it, like, I think it was Eric Clapton. Somebody, sure. inter- I famously, I think someone interviewed him and said, What's it like to be the best guitar player in the world? And he said, I don't know, ask Prince. <laughs> yeah. Which is very interesting because he, um, wasn't known i don't i don't think he was known as a guitar player based on my understanding of music history
1: dude honestly before you even said that i didn't even know he played guitar that's what i'm saying that's a crazy thing yeah i I I don't know that much about prince but
2: oh yeah yeah it's not his main thing Uh, you know he 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 he, uh he plays everything he's a musical genius honestly and yeah he's an incredible singer and incredible dancer and, and he puts on like a show but then at the end he picks up and says oh by the way I'm the best guitar player in the world <laughs> as an aside. <laughs> yeah, he's he's amazing.
0: <laughs> I'm yeah, watching they... the... I'm watching the solo right now.
1: Just a piece of it cuz I can get a pretty good sense of why the stuff he was doing like, like like again I didn't watch the whole thing but um the stuff he was doing with the mic stand yeah. and like throwing yeah. it around and he was like he would like throw the mic stand, spin around, land on the ground and catch it and not miss a note.
0: Yeah. And he also did it in like platform heels. (laughs) Often. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Dude, he had so Um. much swag too. And like the amount of costume changes he was doing.
0: Just by watching like 30 seconds of the solo, I can kind of give you an impression of why he's regarded as such a great guitar player. Um, It's not even from a technique basis. Well... that's not true his tone is immaculate just the the tone his guitar puts out and the feel he puts on it is incredible it's got like this it's heavy but it's also very ephemeral it's a little cosmic it's he's got a really really good guitar tone um but i think what rob was saying is important that him being a musical genius like absolutely like the way he integrates like the the melody of the words he was saying or like like okay like the um Purple Rain, right? The solo is very good. You know what I mean? Like integrating those popular melodies into a solo, he's really good at that.
1: Yeah, like a, like a motif, kind
2: of. Oh yeah. I think also in the Purple Rain uh, a solo, guitar solo it's the emotional content of his guitar playing it's the you know it's the yeah. end of a long oh my night God, yeah. the con- the concert's long and rowdy and a party it's a party and uh it's yeah. it's dan- it's danceable and he brings it all down and it's a 5 minute intro to the purple rain it's slow oh, yeah. and then he brings out this emotion from just with his guitar Well,
0: it? It, here's the other thing i'll say is like um like let's look at someone else, like Slash, who I've seen, I think six times, live. Um, Slash just kind of stands there and does his thing. Yeah. He he I mean don't get me wrong, dude. I mean he's just unreal to see live. But he Prince, like dude, when he when he hits those screaming high notes, he like arches his back and like almost like gasps for air. When he goes into his like little shred, he leans back over like super like. There's the emotional content is crazy. Like you can you can tell there's like a full channel of emotion like through the music and then out through the end ins- it's a full projection of himself for sure yeah yeah you which not well. with, which i think um a lot of artists miss that
1: yeah i mean it's, a, uh, that, it's an like, exhausting profession self. huh it's an exhausting profession like yeah, every I'm, I'm night saying, you're like, putting yourself on the line emotionally
0: 100 man but i think a lot of artists artists miss the the concept of like or, or unsuccessful at channeling their self, converting it into music, and then projecting that out through an instrument. That's really, really hard. Like to 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 yeah. uh, uh, install emotion via an instrument. It's more difficult than you think. A lot of music I think we listen to nowadays is emotionless. Actually, throughout history, I think it, it's a lot of it is arguably senseless. <laughs> I you think know what I'm people saying?
1: Are, so I think some people are kind of numb. Uh, in the modern world oh for sure and I think the uh, the emotionless of the pop music these days it's like it's like an authentic emotionless uh, emotionlessness like it's not that they're trying to be something that they're not it's that they're actually they feel numb inside and that comes out in their music so like numbness has become an emotion not that it wasn't before but it's just entered the mainstream I think
0: yeah I mean I think even apathy at this point is an emotion that you know (laughs)
2: Well, I think in the, in the, listen to a lot of hip hop, I don't listen to a lot, but I listen to, I hear enough of it and it's, it's so, I don't know what the right term is. It's so down temple. Almost. I, it reminds me of just nilism, you know, it's just.
0: Oh, for sure, dude.
2: It's yeah. just empty. And compared to the black music, when I was say, a teenager, when it was funk and soul.
0: And Robert, art- you're, can I ask what year you were born? Uh,
2: 1958. So you were 18
0: and 70?
2: Yeah, seventy seven. So um so yeah, I was 18, 77, 78, 78 okay. whatever whatever. Yeah. I <laughs> graduated high school in seventy seven. But the me you know, black music then was was um was funk soul, R and B Motown, uh and it had so much energy and that the difference between hip hop today is it, it doesn't seem to have the energy and the and the happiness. Listen to uh Listen to Michael Jackson's yeah, abc dude. ABC. Yeah,
0: or well, like okay. Um, like even Dancing Queen, dude.
2: Sure, sure. Like
0: sure, redundant, but like
2: <laughs> Well, uh, I mean the content we just saw, right? With print, that was nineteen eighty five. That wasn't yeah. much later. And and look, the energy he's putting out is unbelievable.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but uh, I'm not saying uh, modern artists don't necessarily not put out energy. Well, have you seen the music video for Six
1: Nine's new song? Uh, part of it, A very small part. There's emotion in there.
0: Mm, I don't know that. I haven't seen it. Don't you trust me? <laughs> yeah, don't <anything>. watch <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I will say, well, the the the, produ- the beat and that song's incredible.
1: Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, that's a common trope nowadays is like amazing production terrible lead singer
0: oh that's super common I'll, there are nine i would say 90 percent of artists are getting carried by producers right now yeah I, i'll do I'll, I'll i'll knock them on a list and i've met some of these people and i've i've worked with some of these people <laughs> in, in fashion future you're getting carried offset all the migos you're getting carried
1: um mm, i all, don't know if i heard that
0: li- but who
1: migos and future
0: they're gonna, They're dude.
1: They're on. amazing rappers.
0: <laughs> no, maybe Offset.
2: <laughs> no.
1: Do you know any of these guys, Rob?
2: Uh, not the guys you just mentioned uh, in the last couple minutes. No, I don't.
1: Okay, if you're gonna rate Future's
0: rapping ability and Future's production ability both on 10, the production's gonna score higher. Facts.
1: Um, depends on the song.
0: But uh, you're so argumentative. Kills me. Okay, the only people, who's, who's who's not getting carried who who are just fire Travis and Lil and the baby.
1: Yeah, for sure, Travis is great.
0: The baby dude, he's insane. Yeah, have you seen like Bop on Broadway?
1: Uh, is that a song by him?
0: Yeah, it's well, it's it's the music video for. Um, just the song is bop, but then they did it in like a Broadway style music video. It's crazy. I'm going to link it to you guys right now.
1: Oh, really? It's so interesting. Good.
0: How do I pop this out? No. How do I mess it Yeah, up I again? feel like,
1: like going back to the apathy you were talking about, I feel like, um, and, and this was probably true like through the decades, but I think it's become more prominent in the mainstream now is that uh, I think it's like, People want to show how little they care and it's like, it's cool, cool to not care anymore. Except, except unless it's
0: about the material aspects of life, because yeah, that's a huge yeah. marketing theory right now. Like materialism is right. so big right now. It's it's absolutely insane. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, Rob, maybe you could speak to this because you know you got to look out a little more time in the books than we do do you feel like materialism is a lot more prevalent nowadays than through the other eras you lived through
2: uh, I would say I would say no uh, I think Really? It's always I think it's always been around it just takes different forms but okay. I would say excuse me I would say in the early early part of my life and when I was a little kid in the in the, in the and music was really changing fast in the 60s so yeah. you have the beatles well, you were... and dylan blowing up the whole world i i think at least at the start of that it was pure uh kind of pure you know it wasn't uh, i'm just grabbing for the gold ring there was no such thing there was no huge concerts there was really musical superstars i mean before that you, you know you had the jazz singers and you had yeah Pop uh, was a
0: very different genre.
2: Was a different thing. Frank Sinatra was one of the biggest stars of all time, and then he,
0: he, and the you horn. know, but he's technically a pop singer. Well, yeah, he's he a, is. He, yeah. Well, I mean, he, he's nowadays people would call him like a oh, he's a lounge singer. He's a smoke room thing singer. Okay, yeah. he was, but he, at the time, he was a pop singer.
2: Yeah, yeah. So the, the big, the big change, the, the revolution in music and in youth culture, and uh, all kinds of other things happening all at once in the '60s. There was a lot of, of purity to that. Um, I think later materialism became more prevalent. Um, but, but it always comes and goes, I think.
0: Do you Even think so being- do you think that there's like some correlation there that like you guys are kind of still riding off the prosperous high of post-World War II? And- <laughs> no, I'm serious. And everything was still kind of in good places. Like now I think there's so much more prevalent economic disparity that now these ultra-materialistic figures are almost like the superheroes now. You know what I'm saying?
2: Well, I, te- I tell you, the, uh, the facts are that uh, overall, um, the absolute poverty levels have gone down tremendously in the last 50 right. years. The, 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 nobody's as poor as they were uh, 50 years ago. Um,
0: but I think, you know, the, but I, think, I think the emotion and mindset of money... Is in a more
2: that's,
0: that's lower thing, and sadder place right now. You see, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I, I agree. I think with people you used to be way happier with less. Is what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, it could be. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, which is why they. I think this is why we glorify people with so much now. Um, I, I, I hear a lot of kids. Uh, me and Will are kind of like. I think will and i are will would you agree that we're both kind of in a sense economic dreamers when we dream about something it's there's a there's
1: a large economic emphasis well
0: me more than you i would say
1: yeah you you more than me for sure um but i i think i used to be that way but not so much anymore actually
0: I, I hear I hear a lot of rhetoric nowadays about kids wanting to make it and like, oh my God, like if I do, I just want to be able to like buy this and do this with my life and make a million dollars. If I could make a million dollars a year, like I'd be successful, my life would be complete. Was that the kind of narrative of the youth and like no, the young no. 18 to 25 when you were a kid in your time no. period, Rob?
2: No. Uh, yeah.
0: That's what I figured. No,
2: uh, not at all.
0: So what did what did kids aspire for back then? What was...
2: What was uh, say that again? What was
0: what? Well, so what did like? I, I think right now, like young people right now, we're in very much in an age of entrepreneurialism.
2: Yeah, and
0: and and insane blow up potential and like um.
2: Well, I, I, viralism. I understand. I understand. Back but then, that, that didn't what, what, exist. You know? you, yeah, it, exactly. What were kids going for? He just wanted to get a job. I mean, you you really. not really start a company. <laughs> there was no yeah. internet.
0: Uh, yeah.
2: It had to be brick um, just, and
0: mortar, pretty much.
2: You just went for a job. I mean, in the technical world, you found a company, and there, there weren't that many startups. You know, there were some. They were, and they were starting to change the world. Uh, but it wasn't can like. A,
0: can you name like a big one?
2: Well, uh, well, uh, the big companies in my field. I'm a computer programmer. The big mm-hmm. companies in my field are IBM and Hewlett Packard, um, Compact, um, Sun Microsystems.
0: When did Oracle come into play? I think, early yeah,
2: I think early eighties, I think, um, and so, so from when I was, I was just looking for a job. The idea of starting my own company only came about later in my, like when I was in my thirties or forties, like, Oh, we could start a company, you know, that,
0: that, you know, and that's so cool. That's so crazy there. because the fact that you just said that thirties or forties. Well, wouldn't you say kids nowadays were under like this immense pressure of success at a very young age? Yeah, there's nothing like that when I
1: there's was high schoolers age. drop shipping.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that, no, it's know. like it's crazy. You know what I mean? There's exactly. There's high school kids <laughs> why like yeah. selling quesadillas for a dollar and like investing it in penny stocks. You know?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's because my generation made the tools that lets them do that. The internet.
1: True. You know? True. Ooh, right? Donan.
2: <laughs> We hit a nerve. We hit a nerve. I had
0: to play that card. (laughs) Nice. No, no. It's that's what we're here for. Um. So you you're talking about like uh, like a revolution of like a cultural revolution, right? In the '60s, the beginning of one.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Granted, I wasn't alive, or I probably wasn't even a thought or consideration during this time period. But I've always kind of held the opinion, from my point of view. But really, the 80s were like a big cultural renaissance for America.
2: Oh, uh, like, that's, that's interesting that, it's, because my generation thinks that the 80s is like an empty, dry period, like nothing happened. Wait, really? Uh, sure. I, I mean, Even looking the at the music and the movies? Uh, compared to the 60s, it, there was some really? good stuff in the 80s. So, uh, you know, uh, I could think of U2 and Sinead O'Connor and-, and In the 80s? computer, you know, it's computer revolution a little bit. Uh, but the 60s completely changed the world. The youth culture.
0: Enlighten us youngsters, please. Because I would love to... <laughs> no, well, seriously, like, I want to I really get perspective example. because I have, like, a... I have a very fetishized view of the 80s, for sure.
2: Well, I think, first of all, uh, everybody uh, sees when the, the, the decade they grew up in as kind of with rose-colored glasses. That was your first... Picture of the world, and it's what you remember and had the biggest impact on you. So, the 60s. But I was born in 96. <laughs> What's that?
0: But I was born in 96.
2: Oh. <laughs> 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 That's interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, what do you see about the 80s that was so amazing?
0: The music. Really?
2: Um,
0: the movies, for sure. Like film, music, computer technology. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that was. I th- I think uh, so. I'll clarify now that I think about it. I would say from an inter- it was. A, I think it was an entertainment renaissance. I mean, even if you just look at like, let's be super like um, basic. I guess um, like John Hughes, the John Hughes movies alone. Hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was just there. Ninety uh, percent of movies made today, I don't think can stand up against like. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Pretty and Pink, Sixteen Candles, and Breakfast Club. Ninety percent of movies can't even get close. Uh,
2: well, go, <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with it necessarily, but I would say you got to go watch some movies from the from yeah,
0: the 60s. 60s. Yeah, the give 40s. me some titles right now. Hold on, and let me look at biggest 60s movies.
2: I'm in and the 40s and the in you know, the 50s.
0: I uh, was uh, Nosferatu. That was way older. I was like,
2: watch some Japanese film. Uh, watch some, uh, f- you know. Uh, Weird old French films from the 70s and Japanese films. And, what um,
0: was, okay, so like what were the giant 60s movies? Like hit me with, okay, well you had Psycho, uh, right? Uh, Psycho was right there. Uh,
2: 2001 A Space Odyssey, which I actually I think was 70. You thought it was I silly? It parents.
0: I was. Well, I mean, it was kind of in your, it's kind of in your field now though. Like you're, I mean, you're a scientifically educated individual, of course.
2: My parents took me to see 2001 A Space Odyssey when I was. Eight, and you were like, and "This eight. shit sucks." And they were, and they were. <laughs> I, I was blown away. I, I didn't understand what was going on the whole time. And uh yeah. it was—they had a curved screen. They were trying out this. Curved oh, screen yeah. You know and what, Rob? I, you're, you're
0: taking me to church right now for sure. Because yeah, I was
2: blown away. I, I, it was unbelievable. We, we didn't go to many movies. We—I grew up, guys. I grew up. We didn't have a television until I was twelve, because my parents thought it was a bad thing.
0: Hey man, so, we didn't have iPhones till we were fourteen.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so and, you know, Movies once or twice in my whole young years, maybe two or three movies my whole life. Oh
0: seriously? It was that yeah. like?
2: Well, it was a lot of money to go to the movies, and and, and yeah. It, so that's what I was going to ask. Is how much was a
0: grocery store making in that year, and how much was a movie ticket?
2: Uh, a movie ticket was just a couple bucks, but here's the thing: there okay. weren't as many movies. Uh, Like now, there's yeah. You'd have like two
0: featured films.
2: There's so many movies. Yeah, there's so
0: many movies then. My we work. My family works in the in the movie industry, so I can definitely attest to how insane it can be. Right now, it's very not insane. Um, but yeah, I was saying that you're definitely taking me to church and educating me here because I'm I'm eating my words looking through this movie list because you had Psycho, Kill a Mockingbird, uh, a little movie called The Sound of Music. A little no. tiny movie called The Music Man. These are all sixties era. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, Confirmed. The eighties were scuff, I guess. Well, you're you know, really what? Quiet I don't really
1: hear that much about the fifties.
0: Like, ne- like I hear about the sixties, seventies, eighties. Well, I mean, fifties was a lot of segregation fighting, wasn't it?
2: Well, the 50s was recovering from the World War, right? Yeah. And getting the world back on its feet. And there was a, a, a high level of conformity that the 60s blew apart. So when you were a kid in the, in the 50s, you wanted to be an adult. You dressed like an adult. You wanted to be an adult. After the 60s, you wanted to be a young man and a young person as long as you could, you know. And, and, and the pill was a big thing, uh, you know. Poetry, rock and roll, man, rock and roll. Bob Dylan, uh, and the Stones, and the Beatles—they changed everybody's perspective. Woodstock, LSD, drugs. LSD is
0: huge. LSD is massive.
2: Right? It changed everybody's perspective about what life was supposed to be, and and then the civil rights movement layered on top of that, and then Vietnam layered on top of that for Americans, and well, you know.
0: Yeah, and I'm trying to think. My music history is pretty good, but I think then you had probably, so you had Johnny Cash, Jerry Lee Lewis, Buddy Buddy, Buddy Holly, Chuck Berry, Elvis? Elvis. Little Richard. Little Richard.
2: Elvis. Yeah, Elvis. All the blues artists, artists, you know? Well,
0: in the 50s is where we got... um, the day the music died yeah yeah
2: that's which right.
0: will do you know that story and that in that kind of a mortal music moment yeah where and then later don mclean of uh the eagles right he didn't want to be an eagles person he wrote american pie
2: solo song the day the day the music died which i got, was so sick of we heard that so many times when i was
0: a kid they played Oh, a i'm sure sh- i mean dude i'm sure i mean it was one of the most genius
2: but <laughs> it's a big but, song man it was a big song uh, was jazz you know bebop in new york city jazz was really big uh if you become a jazz man you have to listen to all the stuff from the 50s that's where it was happening
0: i've been actually listening to a lot of jazz because i've been trying to become a more educated guitar player and i'm just going hardcore with it but um well you're you're very quiet today
1: i'm just letting you guys riff (laughs)
0: let it flow. <laughs> well so we've kind of almost come to the entire point that I thought of. I was like, well, I wanted to ask Rob because Rob, you are retired now, right?
2: Let's say that again. What's, you're what's that? You're retired now? Uh pretty semi. I, I mean I still I, I work on my apps. I have a few apps. I work on them every day. Um You want
0: to you want to plug them? You want to you want to give sure. yourself some Yeah, go for it. If we have, we
1: have millions of viewers. Oh,
2: main app I have <laughs> My main app I have is called Frog Radio, and it's in the Mac App Store and the store. This um, the App Store for the iPhone, so it runs on Mac and um, iPhone. It's internet music player, radio player. Um,
0: Fraud F R A U D.
2: No frog. Frog is in you know the little the little critter. Oh, yeah, that's a little better uh, that uh, Frog Radio, um, and there's a lot of competition. There's there's quite a few. Uh, internet radio apps out there, but I think mine's pretty good and I like working on it. I'd like to keep my head in the code and keep my chops up. You know, I don't, I don't really want to completely <sighs> stop recording.
0: God damn. Yeah.
2: Um, so I work on that and I have a couple other um, open source apps I work on. Keep me busy. Like what you got. And then, I, then I work on my house and yeah. um, stuff like that.
0: So, you know, retired person to unemployed goons. Yeah. What do you see <laughs> what do you see unemployed. about our generation? You know, we neither of us are employed actually, but you know what I'm saying not career involved yet. What do you see about our generation? What's going wrong, what's going right, what are we not seeing, what should be we be looking at in your opinion? and part <laughs> some age old wisdom.
2: <laughs> well, it's tough to say. Um I know that it's uh, it's tough to find your way in, my, in your in your early twenties and to find out what you want to do just to even get a job. It
0: It's so difficult.
2: That's tough. Oh, I I went through the same thing. You know, I, I, it took me quite a few years to find my way, and um, I think that's tough. I think, uh, however, I think in some ways now I'm not speaking to the current virus situation, but
0: right. Obviously, we're going to admit that. Moment.
2: There's a lot of opportunities if you if you get but you have to look around you have to really explore and and find out what you want to find out what your passion is and all that um, and I know there's a lot of distractions uh, uh, like you know when I was your age what else was I gonna do but go get a job there was no internet you know I didn't have a car I didn't you know right. <laughs> it's, you easy
0: to, to, to imagine like a world without it like. <laughs> like, even, like, aspiring to be a musician back then was probably, like, crazy. Because, like, yeah, dude, nowadays, me and Will could make a song probably tonight. It would, might suck. And we could have it available. Not necessarily appreciated, but available to anybody instantly. Mm. Oh, yes. Man, so I, that was, it, it was literally, it was quite literally impossible in your age.
2: Yes, it was. You, you had to, like, have a lot of money so you could get some studio time. Or get be have so much talent somebody discovers you discovers you and gives you studio time uh, there is no other option
0: um, that's the crazy th- even studio time dude, like we pay sixty dollars an hour split up between four so to that's five kind,
1: people. that's kind of expensive too these days
0: I think it's well i mean our studio we go to a really good i mean it's it's an incredible space they have all i mean they have insane amount of equipment available and it's great, but I'm just saying like. It's extremely accessible. Yeah.
2: Well, the point really is here that you don't actually need to go to the studio, right? You can record.
0: True, Uh, dude. True.
2: In a couple of days.
0: Will keeps telling me that I don't believe him.
1: Releasing Uh, my fourth album. Will's just
0: like (laughs) Will's like, just send me, send me, just record it on your Yeti. I'm like, no, (laughs) no.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, you Uh, can do it.
0: (laughs) So there's a lot of opportunity.
2: Oh, yeah, a lot of what are
0: we doing wrong, man?
2: Why, why do you think you're doing something
0: wrong? What do you mean? Well, oh, come on, you're telling me that you don't look at our generation as doing anything wrong.
2: Not particularly, <laughs> come
0: uh, on, take the bait. <laughs> 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 Nothing. Well, you don't think exactly. there's any fundamental flaws in our culture?
2: Uh, every every generation is different. So, what is your generation? There's X, Y, Z. What What are you? What is your generation? Oh,
0: I don't is, identify with any of those idiots. What, is
2: your label, man? what,
0: <laughs> what are we?
1: Where's are Z. The, the Z. millennials ended right before us.
0: Okay, so we're oh, Gen Z. So we're 40, Gen okay. Z tropes. Let me read you the tropes of Gen Z.
2: <laughs>
0: we are incredible multitaskers with a high desire level for constant feedback. They want clear mm-hmm. goals, rewards, and personal challenges that keep them very involved in their work. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> and we want more human interaction.
2: Yeah. Um, that's interesting.
0: Do you think uh, there's anything wrong with Gen Z? I
2: don't know. I think being a 20-year-old, you know, early 20s is tough for everybody. Actually.
0: God, like in parts, I would on want that, man. Like, how do you navigate... I don't know about Will, but I feel like, and I've been on this for like a year, I felt this way, like I need to be doing something now and I'm wasting so much time and I'm running out of time to be successful and make something with myself and I'm wasting potential and da da da. And I'm like, oh, I'm 23, but I feel like I've wasted time. Like I'm freaking out every day. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> well, first of all, I, you put too much pressure on yourself as far as being successful. Success, can, tells come. Me that. <laughs> Success can come way, way later. Uh, you know, 20, 30, 40 years from now, but you still need to find something to do, right? And it, but this notion of success, I mean, it's the journey that counts, right, it's to, to, like, recycle an old trope, but, you, you know, you just have to find stuff to work on. And uh, Damn and it, do I don't so-
0: want to listen to the tropes I keep hearing. They're too logical, and they don't provide me an instant solution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, that's funny. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, no. It's hard, man. It's so hard. To, when you yeah. wake up and you see kids that are 20 and millionaires, it's so hard.
2: Sure, sure. We didn't have that when I was... There was no such yeah, thing dude, when I was...
0: It's just incredibly difficult. No,
2: there's no such thing. Uh, there was no such thing.
0: Don't oh. you feel that way, Will?
1: Yeah, I used to. I've, uh... Well, Will's enlightened, though, so... <laughs> He's
2: made peace with it.
1: Yeah, I... It took Will, take your cell
0: phone away from your mic cord. What? Is your cell phone by your mic cord? No. And no, it's staticing. It's the static sound. Whatever. Ignore me. Um, go is, ahead. It re-
1: is it real bad?
0: Yeah. Rob, do you hear that?
2: I do hear it. Yeah. I don't know
0: what. It, uh, it, how he- that's probably your cell phone near your input cord. Happens mm. in mine too.
1: I can just switch. Like so, it's basically like undoable.
2: Mm, still doing it. It wasn't before though.
1: Yeah, you moved something, bro. I've just been sitting here. <laughs>
0: oh, it's real bad now?
1: All right, I'll 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 just switch to my um my computer mic. Anyway, um, we need a topic. What else should we talk about? Um,
0: one more. We got two minutes. Let's
1: do it. Wait, wait. I I just got my stuff back in. So, what were we talking about?
0: We have twenty more minutes, which is enough time for a third topic.
1: Um, if Albert Einstein were alive, what would he be talking about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <clears throat> that's actually a good point. What do you think, what do you think Albert Einstein would be talking about if he was alive right now?
2: No, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. You'd wonder, uh, if he would, you, you know, be worried about the same things, like still doing thought, uh, thought experiments. Involving space, time, and and cosmology, and all that, or would he be on to something else? Like, uh, you know, well, I think we'll go work on a cure for the uh, coronavirus. You'd uh, wonder what he'd be doing. Uh, who knows? Would he still oh, be doing this?
0: Rob, I just thought of something you could totally explain to us. How how versed are you in this quantum computing concept?
2: Well, quantum computing—I'm not up on the latest. Um, oh, man. The notion is that um, it, the idea of quantum computing has been around a long time, and I know they're making progress. I, I'm not up on the latest, but the idea is that it's going to be so ridiculously fast to compute something uh, because you can have more than two states. You can, instead of zero and one, you can have multi-state bits, right? So that gives you a, a whole lot more power and speed to make to do computation. So
0: let's let's. Not that, um, I didn't like explanation. Let's, 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 can we break that into like smaller pieces that are a little more digestible? Um, how would quantum computing differ from the existing computing structure?
2: Um, well, the only thing that I, you know, I haven't read much about it lately, like I said, but there's the idea that, you know, in, in current computing, a bit has two states, zero or one, and all computing is based on that. In in the deepest part of the computer, in the memory, yeah. there's only zeros and ones. But
0: it's an on or off switch.
2: It's on or off, and it's it's um, you, you organize them together into bytes with, mm-hmm. of eight, and, and words, and then and, you know. So right. Uh, so it's kind of cumbersome, but it, we've made the machine so fast now that you don't have to think about that anymore. Cool. But if you if you had a bit that say had five states. One, two, three, four, five, you know, a single bit. You could zero one, two, three, four, five, right? Or is that number one? Sure. Programmers start counting at zero almost all the time. Um yeah, you could have a lot more information in one bit, and that makes would
0: make Why 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 so? Because you would no longer need like a zero and a one to represent something else. You could reduce the amount of total digits? The amount of total Uh, information? like
2: uh, I I'm not the good one to explain it. Um, no. I, I'm going to make me go read up, but um, the the notion is I can do many more things
1: at once. I believe is is part of the deal. I what, guess what's, it's like if you're if you're trying to transport, um, I don't know, like bread or something. If
0: it's like like you only, yeah, you can either only have the truck like at the store or at the manufacturer, right? It can only be.
1: Delivering. I was going to say. I was going to say if you have. um, if you have five suitcases, then it's quicker than two. You're carrying more da- data like at once. I don't Maybe that's it. I don't know. Maybe that's how I interpreted it.
0: What is what's what's the technology behind it? Like what is what is the technology that changed, Like changes that? Like what is it? And
2: what well, like, is it? Wires? Quantum, no, using quantum mechanics, like way down subatomic particles to, to be your compute engine. Um, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> I'm, trying to read you. I'm
0: trying to read the Wikipedia right now, and I'm like,
2: Uh-oh. yeah, so am I. <laughs> Uh,
0: which is know, yeah, somewhat
2: quantum mechanics and the way quantum, quantum, uh, stuff particles work, you know. Um, quantum circuits are based on the quantum bit or qubit, which okay. is somewhat in the classical competition, uh. This is like a crazy topic. I don't know. I don't even it's so... Yeah, we should, do
1: some, we should do this again, but we should do some research first, probably. Yeah, Rob, you want to come <laughs> yeah.
0: back on the show in like a week and talk about this? <laughs> I, I think it's a ways off. I think it's a ways off. And I think,
2: you know, everybody's working on it, but I, I don't know. Um, and I also think right now it only is applicable to kinds of problems like big simulations and uh, you, know, uh, you know, stuff like that.
0: So what's, okay, so quantum computing, not the next big thing. What's the next big thing in technology? What's on the horizon, man?
2: AI? There's a lot of talking about AI, but I tell you what, my friend, they've been talking about AI since before I was born. Um, it's, and in some ways it keeps changing what that is, whatever the, the current magical thing is, that's called AI. I mean, it already um, exists, AI. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Elon Musk has a very interesting uh, explanation of AI, however you feel about AI, Elon, but he says, well, he says a company, a corporation is essentially an AI. It's a bunch of pieces acting as a collective, taking information and making an informed decision based on the inputs. Yeah. Now, I have a way better explanation of AI. I say AI is just a series of if statements. <laughs> That's my... <laughs>
1: Isn't everything a series of if statements?
0: And here's Will. Therefore, everything um, is but, AI.
2: <laughs> so, AI is not the next big thing? Uh, I think so parts of AI, okay. Um, mm-hmm. AI is yeah. a broad category, and other subcategories are in it. Machine learning is considered a subcategory of AI. That's, That's big. A big. deal lots being done with machine learning and you're already seeing the results of it. Uh, it's pretty amazing in some areas. Oh, it's huge. Um, I think that's the biggest one. Um, um machine learning. Uh, you know, what's
0: interesting, like we, with machine learning, me looking at Instagram, Instagram marketing and you're in the app space. So I'm sure you can attest, like basically dealing with e-commerce is like, well, why isn't there like software already right now that says, looks at your Instagram performance? We know we can already have computer software that can read images. Like, why is there not software that can automatically like, recommend the next best
1: thing to post
0: or there like advertise? Oh, there is.
1: Yeah, it's called Archelect. Spell that for me uh it's like intellect and architecture combined A R C H I L L E. Got got it
0: got it that's a stupid way to spell that it's super stupid
1: it's a um it's a fully automated instagram account and it uses analytics to predict like which pictures will get the most likes and then it posts them but you know what
0: the problem with this experiment is
1: what does no one see the glaring flaw of this experiment it became porn almost instantly (laughs) <laughs> oh, did it really? Kind of. It, it, it posts it's a being lot of
0: advertised. Like, it's going to grow based on the popularity speed. If you really wanted to run this experiment, you'd have to run it with no one knowing the robot was running the account. It had to be double-blind. Yeah.
2: Well, that's a turing,
0: the turing test, right? Yeah, and the HG would need to be double-blind. The fact that it's an advertised software that people know about means it's automatically going to get more.
1: Because that's part airport. of the appeal.
0: Also, it can't process
2: color stupid machine (laughs) there's a a couple days ago I can't find it right now it's called something like this is not a word and it's machine learning algorithm that makes up words and definitions that sound exactly right you you can't believe it's not a word but it's completely not a word I can't find the website right now
0: oh my god it's so good that's so cool yeah
2: that
1: is cool yeah. Uh, uh, what the heck? I don't know where it is. Oh, I know where to find it, maybe. Fake words that sound real. Oh, is that it? No, I just Googled no. that. Is it called. The, uh, no, that's probably not it. Something like that. Uh,
2: well, if you find it, you guys
1: share that with us because that sounds really
2: interesting. Powerful.
1: Do you? Do you yeah, think? Yeah, I want to uh,
0: know about that. That's interesting. Do
1: you guys but think I'm, Albert Einstein would like Elon? I think they'd get along. Uh, I don't think so. I, I, <laughs> I'm really down with Elon right now, man. Really?
2: Why?
0: <laughs> everybody is, bro. He's a shit show right now.
2: He for a long time now. He doesn't can't restrain himself on Twitter. He's opened up his company during the the lo- coronavirus lockdown. You know, he, he says a lot of stuff about people he shouldn't be saying. He should just go freaking make focus on making cars. But he can't. He,
0: uh, he, he purposely manipulates his stock price. Well, there's that. Constantly. He just does it in a way that's not illegal.
1: Yeah. No, well, I can't find that site. Um,
0: well, do you know what he did last week?
1: Um, I don't think so.
0: He literally tweets, Tesla stock seems way too high right now. Yeah,
1: that's so illegal for him to do the that.
0: The stock dives and then he buys back during the dive period. <laughs> like what? How is that legal?
2: Yeah, I, will, I assume it's not. Um, like,
0: but I mean, it, <laughs> he's just sharing his opinion and it's legal to buy back stock.
2: Yeah, no, he's it's not. It's, he, he's actually not supposed to talk about his company on Twitter because of what he did uh, last year when he talked about the stock price and he was fined by the Oh,
0: when he told everybody, he told everybody that he was going to like if a stock went to x amount, he's just going to buy it all back at 200. He was yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm going to yeah. buy everything back when it hits 200. Word, guys, don't worry about it."
2: As the officer of a publicly traded company, you you can't do that kind of stuff. Whether you think it's you it should be allowed to or not, you, you can't do it. That's well, because
0: of. because it manipulates the faith in the market theory. For sure. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he clearly did it. He, he was like, I mean, do you think he sat at home? And he was like, hmm, I want to buy back Tesla stock, but it's too high. I'll just tweet that.
2: I don't know if he was doing that. I think, he so just don't think he's like, you think he's
0: malicious not, or not? not
2: malicious? I don't think so. I think he just likes to speak off the cuff and show off a little bit. I, I don't really think he's trying to change the market. He's got plenty of money.
1: Listen. He
0: keeps having children, Will, with random B-list celebrities as well. which
2: is
1: so strange. <laughs> He just keeps doing it, man. What's wrong with that <laughs> I mean, he's he's got the money to support them.
0: Well, he made his own school. They don't even go to regular schools; they go to his school.
1: <laughs> yeah, apparently, he's yeah, selling everything. What? Like, he, apparently, he's selling his house and like all his clothes, and he's just going to live in it. Dude, Airbnb. that was a
0: meme. That was a, that was a troll post.
1: No, it was, it was on uh, Joe Rogan. He's yeah, I think he's been-
2: wait, that
0: wasn't a troll.
1: No, he's been selling his houses.
0: But but he at one point he was buying a new mansion every two weeks and just moving every two weeks around L A.
1: Yeah, he's selling them off now. Yeah, I think that's why he's probably doing this. You got he he became overcome with materialism and now he's repenting.
0: It's because that hey, it's because bank account low after that buyback, huh, bitch? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the,
0: ca- so the account I, was yeah. like ring ring, motherfucker.
2: <laughs> you now I understand why it's hard for you guys. You guys, yeah, this is this is who you have to look up to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we've got him we've got yep. donald trump and we've got the
1: rappers dude we're killing it with role models yeah, the rappers. we're
0: killing it in the role model field
1: yeah yeah hashtag wholesome Ooh. memes <laughs> who are your role models
0: slash dude slash slash is my only role model i want to get covered in tattoos and rip cigarettes and play guitar for the rest of my life it's not even a joke it's not even a
2: joke <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot worse than role models in slash i think
1: i, uh, I do listen do to me i like steve-o <laughs> actually
0: he's a good role model i think kind of uh, rob you know who steve-o is no, I
1: don't.
0: oh dude we're gonna we're gonna
1: he's from the jackass you back-
0: rob you need to come back on next week and we're gonna send you some research and i want to talk to you about like steve-o <laughs> <laughs> sure. you need to watch jackass
2: oh i know jack oh is that who oh, steve-o's from jackass yeah, he's like the front runner. Okay, i I've, I know the show. I've never seen it, um, but that goes way back. Nineties, nineties. Yeah. Oh, nineties. Yeah. Back in the heyday. Those are the those are the good old days, right? The nineties.
0: Were they? That's when everybody was. That's when all the. I mean, well, you had post post Nirvana grunge came out of that, which is great. Like Seattle era grunge and alternative, such great yeah, music. Yeah. Stone Temple Pilot. Um, yep. Yeah. That was some good stuff. I still want to. I, I love. That's one of my favorite eras of music. Like Collective Soul, um, Corrosion of Conformity, Stone Temple Pilot, um, Foo Fighters. People don't like them, but fuck y'all, they're a great band. Um, I like them. I, I like, Pearl I Jam, still, dude. Pearl Jam came out came out of that scene.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, dude. And then the two thousands had some music was pretty bad for a little while.
2: I still want to know what you found about the 80s to be so great. You got to tell me, send me
0: something.
2: Dude, like, God. <laughs> all right, dude,
0: I'm going to pull up my Spotify, man. You think Here, about it? I mean, there was, you know... Okay, well, like, first of all, I'm a guitar player and I'm a massive, like, metalhead, hard rock. Hard rock. If it's loud and distorted, like, I'm into it. Sure. And so, like, dude, you had, like... Okay, Van Halen. Sure. I mean, you had no. that whole scene, like...
2: Um, there was really... Van Halen was, I guess, was big... Like, like, in
0: the 70s. Dude, you had like, you had, okay, you had Van Halen, Metallica, Slayer, Slayer Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, Ozzy. Sure. Ozzy was before. Ozzy, I'll give you, was 60s, 70s, was his rising period, but the renaissance of metal was in the 80s, I think. Yes, it was. Yes,
2: it was. Um, I was listening like reggae then. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. World of, world of reggae in the 80s for me.
0: Rob confirmed stoner. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, then if you like if you look at like like the punk scene, you had like the Ramones, Clash, Misfits, Bad Brains, Bad Religion, Stooges, Green Day, um, yeah. Social Distortion.
2: Uh, I think it's some of those guys. The
0: offspring came out of there. Discharge. Blondie. Devo. Joy Division, all those like all those offshoots like when punk went to New Wave and like synthesizers got involved with punk and you had like all the 80s yeah. new wave bands, dude. That was crazy.
2: I, I give you that. Yep. That was good. Like so, simple,
0: just... this, so then you like you fuse that with like pop and you got like the cure, new order, talking heads, omd, human link, tears for fears, flock of singles, culture club cars, joy division, psychedelics, b fifty twos, Depeche mode, Duran Duran, like all that shit.
2: Yeah, I was I like Joy Division a lot.
0: Oh, were well, you depressed? <laughs> so that's like that's like someone like um. I mean, obviously I'm, I'm poking fun, but like someone who was like, yeah, I was really into the Smiths. Yeah, I know. Like, Bro, are you good? Yeah. <laughs> like, are <That's> you okay? <laughs> <right>. <laughs> like, if somebody texts me like, yeah, I'm really into the Smiths right now, I was like, yeah, you need to go on a vacation. Yeah. Well, no, so Jordanville is incredible though. Um, you some good band. You
2: listed some good bands there though.
0: I don't, I don't I listen to so much music, it's actually concerning. I think I had like um my Spotify math came back, like my Spotify yearly review came back to me. Um, and it had worked out to like three and a half to four hours a day on average.
2: Yeah. I listen I had my radio on all, all the time at work, my whole yeah, career really. pretty
0: Anyway, so I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm a me and Will. I'm a huge music history guy. Um, I like examining the generations of music, especially through the eyes of the guitar. But um, so that was big. I love those movies. What I'll say right now, I think a huge part of my bias is that it was a huge time period for my parents who were born in like '69, '70. So obviously that's what like they're going to impart on me, which is probably why I glorify it so much.
2: That could be too. Yeah, parental influence, right?
0: Oh, for sure. Do you guys hear that frog croaking? Can you guys hear that? No. There's a massive frog like outside. There's tree frogs oh, I do in hear Georgia. It. There's a massive out. tree frog that lives in our pond, and he's like, he's not massive. He's like maybe an inch long, but he's so loud. Um.
2: Anyway, yep, there Rob,
0: thank you so much <laughs> for coming on the show.
2: Hey, thanks for having me, guys.
0: Um, it was fun. I really want to have you back because it's really nice when to you have your point of view. Masters
1: of quantum computing.
0: Yeah, man. Next time, next okay. week, we're gonna grill you on quantum computing and stuff. Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll, definitely research, I'll definitely research quantum and computing a little
0: bit. Uh, I, I'm gonna compose a very. Serious argument for the 80s that you'll probably dismantle with a few good examples like what happened today. But I'm going to try my best.
2: Well, I'll counter with um, uh, music, music
1: and movies from the 60s. Then.
0: I know, I know, I know, I know. Look, you I, think, I think we should just earlier.
1: acknowledge look, he, that you, every decade has its highs and lows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except the, already, 50s. Look, the 50s. The 50s are lame. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll give
0: that right now. He, he got me good. I, I, got, I got, got it on that topic. but it was an absolute pleasure
2: yeah it's been fun guys for sure
0: all right thank you for tuning in to Uh, conscious computers (laughs) uh make sure to check out our spotify profile for our new logo we hired a graphic designer Uh, we paid him 140 dollars an hour and the logos were really really good so check that out and we'll see you next week yeah i took him nine hours we paid a thousand dollars for this
2: logo so please look at it Uh, uh have a good day bye